Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. I'm not sure this will take very long because right now I just assume that the Flyers are going to lose every game that they play. <laughs> Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, we are joined by Alec Sawyer of Canes Country. Alec, how are you doing today? I am well. I'm well. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. We are actually recording this podcast this time. <laughs> Last time I asked Alec to do this, we did an entire half hour without me recording, so that was cool. Um, but yeah, let's just get into some things. I guess um, off the bat, I wanted to ask you, are the Canes without anyone in the lineup right now? Or do you guys have any guys on COVID protocol or anything like that? No, the COVID protocol is actually empty right now. It, the Canes got to a point where they had like 12 guys in there in December, but um, no one out now. Um, the only injury thing right now is Jordan Martin looks still hurt, but he's been out since pretty much the beginning of the season. And Auntie Ranta is hurt right now as well. But the Flyers were probably going to see Frederick Anderson either way Tuesday. So, And you guys just signed um, one of your draft picks, Patrick LaFontaine. Um, do you expect that he's actually going to play for the Hurricanes this season? Or is he a depth signing? So, yeah, he's interesting. It It's a depth signing. Like, I think there's a chance he maybe could play. So the Canes... Frederick Anderson is like, he's healthy and okay. Every other goalie in the organization this week got hurt. Um, Antiranta was scratched Saturday and didn't play. Actually, Alex Lyon played Saturday. And, and so he's been kind of up and down. He was on the taxi squad for the Canes and he's played a couple games this year. So for right now, Ranta seems to maybe be like a week to week type thing, maybe a little more than day to day. So it's Anderson and Lyon right now. Both of the goalies with the AHL team, um, one that they had, you know, called in from the ECHL to replace Lyon, got hurt on the same day. And both of those seem to be fairly long-term things. So the LaFontaine thing is probably to go to Chicago at some point. He was technically added to the taxi squad um, today. There's a chance he could play in a game. I mean, the Canes play three games in the next five days and and mm -hmm. Ronta's hurt so maybe you could see him other instead of Lyon but Lyon's played well the two times he's played this year so I think that's more of an organizational thing send him to Chicago to get some AHL games in because Chicago played this weekend with uh nothing but you know tryout contract goalies that they found that's wild yeah <laughs> yeah it's nice to see Alex Lyon doing well there did he actually ask Joe Thornton if they used to ride horses to practice? <laughs> Is that no. no, no, no. I, I, I don't know what happened there. That was funny, though. I, because I was watching that game, and it was like, you see Alex Lyon and Joe Thornton, and he's kind of chirping at him, and it's, there's just <laughs> such a gap in, you know, NHL experience there. But yeah. no, that, that was fun. But Alex Lyon, I think he's played two games now at this point and you know the Canes lost to Florida the other night and allowed four goals but he actually played 
pretty well in that game, and he played well against St. Louis earlier in the year. So he, he's been a good guy to have around for those couple games where you need him. Yeah, let's talk a little bit about the Canes January so far since the new year. A 7-4 win over Columbus, a postponed game in Toronto because of the COVID nonsense, a 6-3 win over Calgary, and the 4-3 loss in overtime to Florida that you were just talking about. Um, Obviously, things have been going well for the Hurricanes all season long. It's an excellent hockey team. Um, But that's quite a lot of goals that you guys are scoring. Um, Has the offense in particular kind of heated up a bit, or has this been an ongoing thing for them? Uh, maybe heat it up a little bit. The, the three games they've played in 2022 have just been weird games. Like they've, they've come out in all three of those games and looked just awful in the first period. I mean, we're down, I think one goal to Calgary and Florida We're down four to Columbus and came back and won that game. So they've been kind of weird games. The offense has kind of started to pick it up a little bit. They were scoring relatively well before Things kind of got shut down for them towards the end of December there, even with I played a couple games with, you know, half the NHL roster out and still managed five goals in both of those games. So the offense has been, you know, good. These three games in January as a whole, though, have just been kind of kind of weird hockey games. Yeah, scores like that always kind of suggest something weird going on. Like you don't always see seven. Seven goals is a lot of goals. Like something weird's happening there. Um. I mean, I guess the goaltending, obviously, right now with the injuries is a bit of a weak spot. Is there any other weak spot in the Canes game right now? Um, you know, honestly, like I, I kind of just said that it's it's a weird to say it's a weak spot because it's not like something you can point to. But they have not been getting off to good starts. They have been coming out and it, it's a weird thing. It, it's something they've kind of dealt with all year, not to the extent they have the last few games, but they just don't play well in the first period. and. The offense is so good and you have so many guys that can score that it hasn't really hurt them too badly because they've been able to stay in games and, and score the goals to come back. But that's been something that I think as you move forward, you can't keep doing that. I mean, they allowed four to Columbus in the first period. Calgary, I think, scored two in the first period and or Calgary scored one in the first period, but was the much, much better team. Florida, the Florida game the other night, Florida had two. And so it's that's been a big issue is not getting off to the starts they need to get off to. And then the goaltending has been, the goaltending has been weird too. Like Anderson's been okay. He's come back to earth from the start he had, but he he's still playing pretty well, even with some of the big numbers. It's again, kind of weird games where you look at the end and it's like, you can circle a bunch of saves that the guys have made to really keep them in games. But so getting off to starts like, that's something they certainly need to fix. And I think that's even something like I mentioned last time I was on here that they were struggling with a little bit early in the season, but the last three games, they have been really bad out of the gate. So before we actually started, I was telling Alec that these pregames are getting difficult because I simply don't expect the Flyers to win any game. Um, so because they're they're I mean, they weren't good before they were down bad pretty before pretty bad before but now half the team is either on covid protocol or hurt not sure if you knew that alec but that's where we are right now um so just for fun i kind of wanted to look back over the hurricanes you know recent schedule to try to find a place in which a bad team beat them um had to go back pretty far 
to December 2nd when Ottawa won 3-2. to two. It's reaching back pretty far, so I, I'm not sure if you can answer this question, but do you remember anything about that game that kind of led to Ottawa, which is, you know, on the whole, a pretty bad hockey team? How did they get over on the Canes, if you can remember? Yeah, that was – the Canes played a stretch, like, end of November, early December, where they did not play well at all. Um and a big part of the issue back then was the Canes just, like, not finishing chances. I'm looking at that Ottawa box score now, and the Canes had 49 shots and two goals. And, wow. and Ottawa Ottawa had 20 <laughs> shots and scored three times. So e- even back then, like, when they were losing some games there, they were still getting their chances. They just weren't quite finishing. A bunch of guys in those moments um, kind of felt like almost snake bit. And I remember Andrei Sveshnikov went on a big long streak where he just could not buy a goal. Vincent Trocek couldn't buy a goal. Sebastian Ajo had a few games where he struggled. I also, looking back at the Ottawa game, think, yeah, that was one of the first. The Canes were without um, Brett Pesci and Tony D'Angelo in that game too. So those are two of your probably two best like scoring defensemen that you have on the team. So that was another thing about that stretch um, because both of those guys – you know, play some on the power play too as the defenseman there. So that that that's kind of where that one was. It was the Canes just not scoring, not being able to finish. They yeah. did pretty much everything right in that game when you look at the the numbers of it. But that that was a rough stretch where it seemed like things just kind of weren't bouncing their way. Yeah. So so less about the other team beating the Canes, more about the Canes just kind of beating themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned kind of the, the big three on the Hurricanes that I'm sure everyone knows about, Aho, Taravainen, and Feshnikov. Um, outside of those three guys, is there anyone in particular that's playing well right now? Yeah, um, someone that's been a really interesting case for the Hurricanes this year is uh, Jesperi Kokonami. He, um, I remember when we recorded the first time, and we, we had recorded the first time and you asked about we had talked about all the signings that the Canes had made. I completely didn't even mention him. I completely forgot about him back then. And that was kind of an example of how he played. He took a while to find his footing with the Canes. He he struggled early. He is not struggling anymore. I think he is still on a point streak, five or six games. Um, yeah, he's on a six-game point streak. And, and he's been playing really, really well. He moved back. He started the year with the Canes on the wing and then moved to center and started, I think, really finding his game a little bit. He's back on the wing now, but, you know, obviously more comfortable with the team. So he's been playing really, really well for the Canes. And he does a lot of things right, even more than just the scoring. He's a big guy, and he can do stuff. The other guy that's playing really well for Carolina right now and is the the really weird one is that Brady Shea is on a three-game goal streak and a three-game multi-point streak. And it was, I think, the first time he had scored multiple points in two games in a row in like three years and now he's done it in three and he has five goals in three games this year so that's something that I certainly don't expect to continue but he's at least you know obviously you know finding a shot and feeling good about it right now so I know I've asked you what a weakness might be on this team um but this is like demonstrably probably the best team in the league right now they're the the best team in the league by points percentage Anyway, um, and I think that you could easily argue with the season that they're having, that they're the best hockey team in the league. Is there anything, maybe like a weakness on a special team, maybe one of the defense pairings? 
Is there anything that if you were coaching the other team that you could say, this is the spot that you've got to go for it if you're ever going to have a chance beating this hockey team? It, it is um, incredibly tough right now to like circle weakness. They're playing really well. Um, both special good. teams units are good. <laughs> all It seems like all the lines are good. Um, if there's, the third, if there's not a thing, that's okay. Yeah. No, there really isn't right now. The third pairing, um, Ethan Bear, is he he got COVID. He was the first guy in the Canes to get it. And then he had some illness stuff after he came back. And I think he's kind of struggled to maybe get back to speed a little bit. And he's playing with Ian Cole on the third pairing. And, and they haven't been necessarily good, but they also haven't been bad. Like, that's, that's the thing with this team is, like, even the – the third pairing, the low lines, like they're better than the other teams, lower lines and third pairing. So it's very hard to circle weakness, especially with the way they're playing right now. Cause like the power play has been something that had been kind of off and on early and it's been really good the last few games. The penalty kill hasn't given up a goal since December 7th. So it's, everything seems like the strength right now. Love that for you. Is Kane's country hiring? Cause I might, I can be persuaded. <laughs> To switch teams. If you asked me to name a thing that I thought that the Flyers could use to beat the Hurricanes, I would have the same answer. There's literally nothing. I don't think there's anything outside of pure luck and ha happenstance that could lead to the Flyers beating this team tomorrow night. Um, but it's hockey, right? You never know what's going to happen. That's what makes it fun, theoretically. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. So... Both of these teams are coming off of two days off, so rested teams, a nice 7 p.m. start, best start time. Um, what's your prediction for final score of this game? Yeah, I think the Canes probably win handily. Like you said, it. Yeah. it's hard to look and like see other than just it being a weird game. The Canes not winning. The Canes seemingly have played really well against everyone that isn't Florida the last two months of the season. Um, Frederick Anderson's been pretty good and he's rested. So I, I would say like four, one Carolina. I was going to say four, one Carolina, but then I was thinking like, maybe I'll talk myself into Carter Hart having an okay game and it'll be like, I don't know, two, nothing. Maybe Carter Hart will have a good game. That's really like the only thing that could possibly happen is Carter Hart having a good game. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. Unfortunately, I do think that this is going to be a game that is pretty one-sided and handily won by the obviously better hockey team. But we'll see what happens. Alec, where can people find you on the internet? Yeah, uh, canescountry.com. Obviously, the SB Nation site. We, we've got a lot going out these last couple of days, and we'll have a lot game coverage-wise tomorrow. Canes Country on Twitter, and then I'm just at Alex Sawyer on Twitter as well. Yeah, Kane's country is great. I uh, like to use your uh, Metropolitan Division roundup that you guys do every week. Very good stuff. Everyone, I hope that you enjoy the game. Alec, I hope that you enjoy the game. I hope the Flyers at least give us a little bit of a show. We'll see. Go Flyers. <laughs>